Hey everybody, welcome home. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons and you are watching Legacy Television. And we're so glad you tuned in today because we're going to show you part one of a message we call Faith House. It was recorded live right here at Legacy Studios at our Legacy Leadership Summit to a room full of pastors and ministers and some of our closest friends. But we really believe that there's something in this word that you need to hear today. Hey, our heart is that you'd be strengthened and encouraged by what you hear today. So stick around with us and we'll be back to pray with you at the end. So let's get right into this tonight. I've got some things on my heart that I really want to get uh, into your heart. Uh, go to the book of Galatians, chapter 6. Anybody bring a Bible to church tonight? <laughs> Pastors, do you bring your Bibles? Um, this is going to kind of give you more heart behind this whole time together because, again, this is really unique in our hearts. This is a passion of ours. And we've done everything we know how to do to communicate this passion to our staff and the people you're going to meet over the next couple of days who are here to serve you. Um, but you guys, um, we're passionate about you. We're passionate about the decision and the choices you've made in what you're doing with your life. And Sarah and I love you so very much. And I know the Lord has connected us and he's put you in our hearts. And, and I know so many of you, we're in your hearts. Um, but I want you to see this and understand why in Galatians chapter 6, um, verse nine, you've heard it before, you've preached it before, says, let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not lose heart. Other translations say, if we do not faint. In other words, if we don't quit. If we don't quit, we'll reap. And I know you've heard it and I've heard it, but I want you to see verse 10. It says, therefore, as we have opportunity... Everybody say opportunity. opportunity. As we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let us do good to all as we have opportunity. There are times that opportunity comes to you, but there are other times when you make an opportunity. And I really believe that that's what the Lord instructed us to do with the Legacy Summit and these time that, this time that we have together, is create an opportunity to do good to you, to do good for you. Um, and, and the reason I bring that up is because I want you to understand what's in our heart about this time that we have together. It is a, it is a created opportunity, an opportunity that came out of somebody's passion for you and a passion that came out of the Lord's passion for you. And again, the commitment you've made to him at a young age, all of us at this age that we're at now to give our hearts and our lives and our families to the things of God and to the call of God. And once again, not waiting decades from now to hear a thank you. Now, somebody who's been in it and at it for decades, they deserve honor and, and, and they have all our honor. But there's something in us about our generation. Amen? Amen. Our generation. There's something in us and there's something in you that's for them. Every, every minister is called to serve their generation. That's what the word minister means. It means servant. I hope that's not revelation to anybody in here tonight. <laughs> to, to minister literally means to serve. And every one of us are called to, as servants to serve our generation. 
and this common bond that all of us have with each other, that we've made this commitment um, at an early age. I'm looking across the room and we're still all so young at this point, uh, but yet there's so many, Michael and Kara, I mean, you guys, how long have you been in the church? It's like pushing 10 years, right? Nine years. Uh, uh, Jordan and Melissa celebrated 10 years this past year. I mean, we're at an age now where we've been doing this five years, 10 years. And I just hear this in our heart so big, the Lord just going, thank you. Thank you for not losing heart. Thank you for not fainting. Thank you for not quitting. And you're going to have opportunity to quit later, but, but don't. And I'll thank you then too. Don't quit. Don't give up. But this opportunity that we have, it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity. Uh, the thing about opportunities is they don't last forever. You've got to act on them while you have them. And that's what I believe this is. It's an opportunity that the Lord instructed us to create to get each other together and let him just love on us and love on each other through each other. But notice what he said here. Do good to all. But then there's this next word, especially. Especially. That word especially means above all. If you look it up, it means above all. Most of all. Especially to who? To the household of faith to the household of faith. Now you can read that one of two ways. And of course the household of faith, in a general sense, we all belong to this, this household of faith. We're, we're born again people, we're, we're children of God, we are in God's house. But, and this will mean something to every single one of you, and I mean every single one of you. There's also, and you probably hear it the way I do, there's the household of faith, Okay, I, I am of the Christian faith, but then there's the household of faith, right? You know what I mean, faith people. Come on, I mean, who in here would say we are of faith people? Word and faith people. Whether, whether the label got put on with a good motive or a pure heart, no matter what it means to other people in the world right now, we is that, we are that, we will be that, we are faith people. Personally, I feel like I was born in the household of faith. I tell people all the time, like the actual one, the actual one. But some of you have the exact same roots, if you will, that I do, don't you? The same roots. I think it's interesting that we use that phraseology, roots or family tree, right? To talk about where we come from what our heritage is. Every single one of you, I'm looking around right now. Who's a Rama graduate in here? Bam, 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 bam. Look at that, Rama graduates everywhere. Who grew up in a word and faith environment? Word church, bam, bam, bam. Who, who is a word church? I'm looking at Devon and Stacy right here. I, got a, I watched a, a YouTube clip from Devon today, 30 second clip, and you know what he said for the entire 30 seconds? Have faith in God. This is a faith man right here. That's who we are. That's where we're from. That's, that's, those are our roots. Those are our roots. We are of the household of faith. And when I started studying this today, that, that scripture really came to me with force today. The household of faith. Take this opportunity to do good, especially, above all, to the household of faith. 
And when I read that and when you hear that, I want you to to bear in mind not not just abiding in the vine of Jesus, which we are and do, but abiding, man, I'm getting way ahead of myself here, abiding in the roots of where we come from. That's why this is a, it's an invitation only event. And we're not trying to be snobby about it. We're not trying to be exclusive. Part of it, part of it is, it's not that big a room. But, but secondly, how many know, you can say some things to family that you can't say to everybody else. There's a way that family speaks to one another and understands each other that other people don't understand. And right or wrong and like it or not, us faith people, we got our own language, don't we? We have our own vocabulary sometimes. And for a lot of Christians, it might sound like we're talking pig Latin or something or Chinese or Greek or whatever because we are naming and we are claiming and we are blabbing and we are grabbing and we are in this billion flow and we are, I mean, all these words that, that we've made up, they're faith words, you know, and I believe and I receive and all of it. And, and I'm not knocking any of that. That's who we are. I'm just trying to tell you there's a way that family talks with each other. And those of you who are in here right now, you're here because you are of the household of faith. You're of the family of faith. This hit me today. You have your own branch on the faith family tree. There's a branch with you on it and your church and your ministry. Those are your roots. But what's interesting when you start looking at this verse and kind of picking it apart. I got so excited about it today and, and I did what I normally do. I, and you guys do too. I know you do. You take out your phone or your iPad, right? And you, you're going to start studying a verse. What do you do? You open what? The Bible app. And you start looking at, looking at it in all these translations. Can I tell you what the verse of the day is on the Bible app today? Take the opportunity to do good to all who are of the household of faith. I saw that today. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I called Sarah. She wasn't at the house. I was like, this is the, the, before she left, I was talking to her about the scripture. And then I called her 20 minutes later. I'm like, it's the verse of the day on the app. Come on, that's not a coincidence. The Lord did that for this handful of people that are in here tonight. And what I found out about the word household, it means what you think it means. It's family. But there's a word that goes along with it that has been in our hearts for you in this meeting from the very beginning. When we started asking each other, what is it, what, what is it we can provide in this environment that you guys couldn't get by going to any one of the amazing church and leadership conferences that are happening every day of the calendar all year long in various places all over the world? I believe the one thing that that's at the heart of this that may not be at some of the others is intimacy. It's a small group and that's by design. That's the direction and the instruction of the Lord. Those of you who were a part of this a couple of years ago, you may remember we started talking about renting a hotel ballroom, inviting a hundred or 200 people. And that wasn't it. That was not it. That's not what the Lord said do. And the more we pressed into his plan for this, that, that, opportunity for intimacy and a closeness 
seemed to be what was so on his heart for this time. And man, there's an intimacy that family can have that they shouldn't have with people outside the family. You can have friends, you can have acquaintances, but there's some stuff family should know about you that other people don't. Right? And that comes, that intimacy builds trust. Trust. So what's in, again, I keep saying this, and, and I hope you understand, what's in our heart for this is that Number one, we've created an opportunity to do good and to say thank you to the household of faith, but that this intimacy comes out of that. And I keep thinking about this. It's going over and over in me, this household of faith, the household of faith. And I know so many of you like me growing up in the household of faith, man, we've seen some stuff. Have we not? I mean, there are things that go on in faith churches. I'm almost sure don't go on anywhere else in the world. (laughs) Now, every family's got their own stuff. Don't ever start thinking that, why do all the weird ones have to come to my place? There are, there are weird ones everywhere. Every family has that member of the family, don't they? Oh, I'm so sorry we forgot to invite you. you know? Every family has that. Um, but right or wrong, we, I mean, we've seen some stuff in these services that I know that I've grown up in. I know you've seen some stuff. I grew up going to conventions. That's like family reunions on crack. Because you got family members from, they're all household of faith. But man, they show up at 6 a.m. It's like Black Friday down at Walmart. And they are plowing people down, trying to get to the front row. Because I want to see Brother Copeland. I'm going to touch the hem of his suit or something stupid, you know. And, or everybody, every family has that. We've seen some stuff. We've heard some stuff. But besides the weirdness and besides the stuff that every family's got, there are some things that you and I, being in and of the household of faith, have seen and have heard that not every family gets to see and hear. How many of you would say that your faith roots have had an impact on your life and the way you live? Even from the time of being a child. I'm thinking about Josh and Joey over here, these brothers. I think they grew up in the same household I did. We've told each other stories about, about our parents requiring confessions to be made on a daily basis. And they, the day starts with them, the day ends with them. And if you need something, that's what you go to. And I mean, that was just the way I grew up. I know that's the way you guys grew up. And that's not in every household. But there's some stuff you and I have seen and heard being in the household of faith that not everybody gets to see and hear. The word on the level that we've heard it. And again, looking around this room, you Rhema graduates, you Living Word Minnesota people, you KCM convention going people, you, you, those are connected back to faith family. And I'm just, I could go down the line, every person in this room You've heard word on a level that most of the world hasn't. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, for sure. Let me, let's get into this a little bit because I think this is what the Lord wants to show us. Go to Proverbs. Actually, just put this one on the screen. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 12 in the New Living Translation. Look at this. It says, ears to hear. Uh Uh-oh, thank you, babe. Ears to hear and eyes to see. Both are what? Gifts. 
their gifts from the Lord. Ears that hear and eyes that see are a gift from God. This isn't obviously just naturally speaking. How many of you know that hearing the voice of God in your life, those moments when you know that you've heard the voice of your good shepherd, you know you heard him speak to you, you opened up the word and it was like that verse you'd read a thousand times before came alive and you heard it. Things you had heard before, this time you heard them. That's a gift. That's a gift. Seeing the things that we have seen. I mean, we've seen miracles. We've seen demonstrations and manifestations of Jesus. All of this is a gift. They're not things we gave ourselves. They're not things we could have made up ourselves. They're not things we could have bestowed upon ourselves. Every one of them are gifts from God. And the moment you saw something, he was giving you a gift. When you heard his voice, he was giving you a gift. Eyes that see and ears that hear are gifts from God. Go to Matthew chapter 13. Look at this in Jesus' ministry. Matthew 13, verse 19. Jesus, right here, had just been preaching the parable of the sower. And all you preachers know this one. A sower went out to sow. And some seed fell on the wayside, and some seed fell on stony ground, and some seed fell among the thorns, and some seed fell on the good ground. But you notice what he says here in verse 9 of Matthew chapter 13. What verse did I tell you? I say 19. Go to verse 9. Chapter 13, verse 9, at the end of this parable, what did Jesus say? He who has ears to hear, what? Let him hear. Let him hear this. And then the disciples came to him and said, why do you speak to them in parables? Why are you talking to them like this? Why don't you just come out and say it? <laughs> In other words, all these people came to hear you talk. All these people came to see you do something. And I'm sure they really appreciate all the advice on agriculture and where to sow and, and where not to sow and all of that. But what's with the parables? And Jesus, this was his response to it. He answered and said to them, because it has been what? Given. Given. There's a gift in operation here. There's a gift that's coming here, and it's coming from God to the people. How? Through Jesus. Well, right there, you know grace is in operation because that's how grace comes. It comes as a gift from God to you through Jesus. He says, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. So here you see again, not everybody gets the same thing. I know that sounds funny to a lot of people, but he's saying, he's saying, look, you're being given something that not every, every other person is being given. And he goes on to explain this. He says in verse 12, whoever has to him more will be given and he will have in abundance, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. So there's a big difference here, right? Everybody saw Jesus, but precious few saw Jesus. Everybody out there that day heard him, but so few heard him, right? 
He says in verse 14, In them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and not understand, seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. Verse 16, But blessed are your eyes. Why? For they see. Blessed are your eyes, for they see. Blessed are your ears. Why? Because they hear. You're seeing what not everybody else is getting to see. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Him. I mean, from the fall of man to that point, anybody with a heart to hear God, prophets, the prophets of old, this is who they were looking for. And they could see him in here, kinda. All they knew was he's coming. He's coming, they'd say. There's one coming. The government will be upon his shoulders. The chastisement of our peace will be upon him and by his stripes we'll be healed. He's coming. He's not here yet, but he's coming. And this is what all of history was moving towards to this point. And Jesus is saying to these guys, your eyes are blessed. Your ears are blessed because you're getting to see. It's being given to you. You have been given the gift of a seeing eye. You have been given the gift of a hearing ear. It's a gift. It's a gift. And it's not one everybody has. Now, I believe everybody has opportunity and access but even Jesus said, look, it's been given to you and not to them. Right. Yeah. This, is, this is weighty stuff. Yeah. Blessed are your eyes for they see. Blessed are your ears for they hear. You and I are so blessed. Are we not? So blessed to have heard the word we've heard. Because not all the world has. Now, this word has gone all over the world, and millions upon millions have been affected by it, and the world has been touched by it. And there are things that are commonplace today in the world that weren't 40 years ago because these men and women, our roots, our roots, preached Jesus and preached the uncompromising word of faith at all cost and at the risk of being rejected by men all over the world. And they were. And they were rejected by most of the rest of the household. And they said, I can't help it. It's burning in me and I got to preach it. And I'm so thankful they did. I'm so thankful they did. Our eyes have been blessed. Our ears have been blessed. To be of course, to be in the, the, the greater family of the household of God, to be his child, there's, there's nothing that compares. But this other, this tree within a tree, <laughs> if that is such a thing, this tree within this tree of being the household of the word of faith, we're blessed. We're blessed. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. 
You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.